While your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. just speaking in, in in words because you don't really understand i just finished telling you there is no re- way to measure recidivism consistently and why would the mass sheriffs ask senator bronsberger i was on the one-on-one commission ask senator Ron- what did senator bronsberger say we can't even think about using the term recidivism did you just mumble something it seemed like you did um it's it, the recidivism even Senator Bronsberger said, we're not even going to bother using that term right now because we don't have any real way to measure this. And you know that, Mr. Harreau. You, 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 know, you, may you may like research. The job of a sheriff isn't to be a researcher. You're supposed to find the best researchers and find the best people and put them in the right places. You're not supposed to be the one who is the smartest person in there. You're supposed to be the one that finds the smartest people, mo- motivates them, and builds leadership teams to, pre- pre- prevent, to, to create a sheriff's office that can get nationally accredited like we have at the best standards in the industry. <clears throat> One minute, and then we're going to move on to the next question. The U.S. Senate found that it was a pay-to-play scheme with the American Correctional Association. You said, shame on me a moment ago. Shame on you. You're, you're, you're conning the people of Bristol County. You are a fraud. You're not keeping people safe. You have no evidence that what you're doing is keeping people safe. In fact, all the research on this and the way you treat people and the way you treat inmates says you're actually going to make them worse off after relieving jail. And you're too uh, stubborn to ever admit when you make a mistake. We've seen that over and over again, especially most recently with the suicides. So, you know, don't tell me that, you know, you're get this accreditation that you pay for. The U.S. Senate looked at this. The 1,200 organizations paid. Only four did not get accreditation. And you were one of those that got the accreditation. You have time to you know prepare before they come in. But it's a meaningless accreditation. And if you don't pay, you don't get it. Well, my staff would tell you that you know, thank you very much for all the hard work that they've done to earn that. Shame on you, Mr. Hero. Shame on you. And number two, if you don't want to believe it because it's not convenient, it doesn't fit your political I narrative, just, I just really what you've tried to create here, we're one of the best-run facilities in the nation, whether you like it or not. And you know what, Mr. Huro, you ought to be ashamed of yourself suggesting <laughs> that my staff didn't earn that. You know I, what? I, those, those, I just, there's questions about your resume and all those supposed certificates and diplomas and, and the one university in London you went to that's really a socialist university. I just, enjoy, what, Mr. Huro, I just enjoy this exchange you, so much. You're, if you were to believe what you just said... Then those those certificates that you got, you paid to get those, didn't you? 
Are they any good? I just enjoyed that exchange so much. It was so much in it, uh, you know, because we we're talking about recidivism, which is basically like the likelihood of someone reoffending and ending up back in the prisons. And the reason you want to have lower recidivism, obviously, the reason why you want to have a lower rate of reoffending in your prisons is because um, it makes the community safer, right? Makes the community safer. So you want as few people to reoffend as possible. Uh, so that there's fewer crimes and thus fewer victims of crimes. Um, now, there's that's been a it's been something that I think a lot of people in the I think a lot of people in this race have been reintroduced. Uh, I mean, have been introduced to the word recidivism or even the concept of like trying to get prisoners to not reoffend. And I'm not saying it's 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 because it's just something that you you would know like a term you'd only know if you were someone like Sheriff Hodgson or someone like Mayor Hurrah or someone like me who was a criminal justice major myself, an undergrad and a criminal defense attorney. It's really a term that not many people know, but I think are getting reintroduced to whether or not it's a major issue in this race. I'm not sure. I don't know if people vote on the wonky hard data stuff. I think it's maybe a bit more, uh, you know, like Adam Bass said, uh, heart, not head type of stuff but um i enjoyed the exchange because i think hodgson was making his position he he made a strong case for his position Huru made a strong case for his position they both disparaged each other pretty um i think effectively uh and and um and the socialist university thing i thought was just funny because london school of economics it, it, it might have been founded by a socialist organization it's not a socialist university I mean, JFK went there, famous Cold Warrior JFK. Um, you know, and it, it actually allowed Haru an opportunity to talk about all the degrees he had from Harvard and all that, which apparently Hodgson said are, are, are suspect. I, I didn't hear much on that afterwards, but they were, you know, going back and forth about their credentials from the American Corrections Association. So there was a U.S. Senate investigation into, into that accreditation saying it was pay to play. Um, again, I'm not sure in the, honestly, in the time that, I had to recover from this debate and do a, write a column and, and do the other stuff I have to do during the day. Um, I wasn't able to dis- I wasn't able to look into this U.S. Senate report. I'll 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 um I'll I'll spend more time doing that later, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> but I mean, I it was you know, yeah. So so they were basically both saying like, oh, yeah, the, the things that what was. Because I thought it was a good encapsulation of, of the debate because they were basically, you know, they were talking about policy stuff, you know, saying about like something that's really hard, po- like really hard policy stuff like recidivism. But they were also, while they were doing that, saying to each other, you know, the thing that you're most proud of or, hey, you know, some of your biggest accomplishments in life. Well, they're fake. <laughs> they were both saying that to each other. Well, they're fake. They're pay to play. They're suspect. You know, they were both saying that to each other. I mean, I think it really captured both like the the policy uh, aspect and the personal aspect of uh, of the debate. And there was a lot more. Um, you know, there was the the charge about. Uh, you know, they were both going after each other for financial um, tr- financial. We'll call them misadventures uh, that they both. Uh, fa- uh, you know that they they or their offices or their organizations that they're in charge of had both been found to have committed um hero with the ocpf um you know overpaying for his uh, campaign loans which by the way i'm pretty sure is now legal 
because the Supreme Court came down with a decision for Ted Cruz, um, uh, a Ted Cruz case where he was basically overpaying himself or pay, paying himself interest on a loan. So he was overpaying himself on a campaign finance loan. But that's neither here nor there. Um, uh, yeah, so he was going after him with that saying, oh, your account was low, you know, trying to make it look like he wasn't a, you know, he was, wasn't a well-adjusted person and all that. And then, you know, Haro came at him with about the, um, you know, the, the audits, uh, you know, the missing $300,000 that I, I remember was, um, that I remember was, uh, I remember that being a story a few years back found by the state auditor's office that was like $300,000 that had been missing or misappropriated, something like that. And he, you know, he had basically said it was an accounting, uh, he had basically said it was an accounting error. So they both kind of went after each other for that. Their financial misadventures, uh, you know, of organizations that they're in charge of, you know, Hero's campaign and, and Sheriff Hodgson's office. And then that stuff, like I said, I thought that was really, you know, they were doing the policy stuff and they said, yeah, the thing that you're most proud of, the thing that you brag about the most is fake. It's fake. You've got fake degrees. You've got fake accreditations. Really good stuff. And, you know, people are asking me, I've had people text me, um, throughout the um, throughout the debate, I mean, throughout the the you know uh, the day today, because we and I've seen all the interest in the debate. I mean, the and I'm interested if you, you have any interest at five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred to continue covering it. But um, you know, or give me your thoughts on who do you think won, who do you think didn't. You know, I I, I would say there's probably I, I listened to the, the third hour last night again. I would say there was mo definitely more. There were a, bit, a couple more uh, Hero supporters in Hodgson on uh, on in the third hour of the show when Chris and I did the post game, uh, but during, throughout the day, I, I mean throughout the morning when I was listening throughout the morning, uh, I would say it was fairly even. I'd say it was fairly even. I, I know which way the audience typically leans. I know it's a more conservative audience than than. Um, to more conservative audience. I do want to say a couple things. Uh, you know, I do want to thank a few people. Uh, I do want to thank a few people. Um, first of all, I want to thank uh, our management team, um, you know, Michael, uh, Mark, and, and Tim for allowing uh, me or us the creative freedom to, um, to, uh, to uh, make it commercial free, make it uninterrupted. And, you know, they'd warned me like, hey, yeah, sure. But you know what you're doing, right? And I'm like, yeah, maybe we'll see. <laughs> we'll find out how much I regret that decision. And uh, I didn't actually. It went uninterrupted. And there was a, enough, more than enough content, actually. We could have honestly been here for another hour. Um, and and I want to thank ABC6 for coming in and filming it. They have some coverage of it. You can find it on ABC6.com. You know, you hear ABC6. Uh, every morning, every uh, every afternoon, every evening, uh, in our news segments, giving us the weather. Chelsea Priest, Jeff Neuer, them. They give us our uh, the news. They they tell you what the weather's going to be like that day. So we have a great, you know, obviously, um, obviously a, a partnership with them, and uh, and and they do a great job. Um, so I want to thank them and and everybody that listened, everybody that called in. Um, I want to thank as well, uh, and the candidates because there are other local throughout Bristol County. In 508 I see a few of you on the line. I'll get to you in a second. There are, I want to thank the candidates for coming in, for having confidence in this station, in this program, to host a fair and widely broadcasted debate. Because 
you know, you only have so much, so much time during a debate. You have so many people to reach in so little time that you want to make sure you're making the broadest impact possible. That's why you've got to carefully choose, you know, where you spend your time. And they wanted to spend their time here because they knew that this is where most of the ears were, frankly. You know, there's a lot of there's other there's other local talk radio stations in the county. And, I'm you know, they all do their own thing and, and they do they do fine. But I think they realized that WBSM here is really has the broadest reach has the broadest region and i think they appreciate the product that we're putting out in south coast tonight i think both candidates have benefited from making themselves present here on south coast tonight so i do appreciate them choosing us to be one of two debates this election season 508-996-0500 good evening you're live marcus how are you good how's it going Good. I think um, because the Standard Times has kind of given up its ghosts <laughs> in this area um, and yeah. it's priced itself out of reasonable uh, uh, want for people to read it. Yes. But, uh, I mean, you guys are really not not that this is bad, but you're really the only choice. I mean, there's not a lot <laughs> of choice. True. So I'm glad that you guys have stepped up and, and you're, you're trying to bring us the, um, the, the information. The Thank debate you. was great last night. I, I just wonder... After a while, you know, with the insults going back, you kind of glaze over and like, all right, you know, <laughs> yeah, all right, fellas, I know. Let's talk about something that matters. I but, know. Um, I, I think that, do you really think that that debate last night swayed voters? And I'm not asking you to say a candidate, but do you think it truly swayed voters either way? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't. It's it's hard to say. Um, yeah. It's hard to say that there are very few undecided voters in this election. Honestly, yeah. that's the problem. Um, I would say they both had a really strong performance. So if I were to say like, did this sway voters? I'm gonna say I don't know. Maybe it depends. It, I think yeah. you. I think you probably go into this if you're undecided. If you're truly undecided, I don't know. You know, if you're truly undecided, it's it's hard to me for me to imagine somebody who listens to local talk radio, who listens to a sheriff's debate for an hour or two, and is like definitely entirely unsure of who to vote for. You know, yeah, like I think you walk in with a, I think with a with a, a lean one way or the other. I think Haro really went at hot. I think if you if you were on the fence and you were leaning Hodgson, then you you're probably you might be more firmly entrenched in Hodgson. I think if you're on the fence leaning Haro, that might have. I think you might have went in that camp because I think Haro came out with some fire too. I think they both did really well. So it's it's tough to say, but I, I don't think there's a lot of hard like complete toss up voters out there. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think you have you have an educated listener, Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you know, that people exactly. who listen to WBSM tend to be, you know, they, they pay attention. So uh, I think yeah. that's good. But I think um, in listening last night, I, I would agree. I think um, Perot was a little more aggressive. Yes. was really like he's fighting, not fighting for his life, but he really wants it. So he's, he's he does. doing everything he could at He's it. working for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. He was working it. Um, and I would say that I think he stuck a little more to the party line. He tried to drag. Hodgson in with Trump. He, he, you know, he tried to bring him into that kind of thing. He tried to paint him a racist with the tie thing. Yes. Um, well, you, he, he, the only thing he didn't talk about was his abortion stance. Uh, maybe did I miss that? But I mean, that was yeah, the third. I, I would have. You know, if a caller brought that up, that's one thing. I bring it up every time we have a, a candidate on uh, for statewide yeah. office because it's it's definitely more applicable, uh, especially sure. now. 
Um, but if you're a sheriff, I, I don't know how it applies unless maybe some <laughs> unless maybe somebody in the in the woman's center in the prison needs uh, some sort of um, abortion yeah. services. You know. Yeah, it would be hard to work that in. But I, I, Harold <laughs> did a good good job of bringing in the you know the, the party he, line he, kind he, of stuff. He I did. He that. did. I think he did. Um, and I think the the strategy with the with the Trump stuff is is that again you know I've talked about it the the Healy deal races yeah. is might be he might be planning on the Healy deal race carrying uh, putting him over the hump. Yeah. I where I live the neighborhood I live in there's lots of hero signs. Yeah. I mean there's a lot of them. There's not a lot of uh, 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 uh the sheriff. So either the sheriff just chose not to put signs out or hero um you know has a lot of supporters I don't you know. You know the, but- the sheriff lives in Dartmouth but I think Dartmouth Hero, I mean, Hodgson lost Dartmouth the last time he ran a competitive election. It was against John Quinn, who was in Dartmouth, but he yeah, lost so Dartmouth. He lost Fairhaven. He lost New Bedford. He might be focusing elsewhere. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, yeah. oh, all right. Well, great show. Thank and, you. Uh, keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. All right. I'm going to take this break. I'm going to play some more clips after. They're fun. You'll enjoy them. I'm going to take a break. I'll be right back. I'm also taking your calls at 508-996-0500. This is South Coast Tonight. Fourteen twenty WBA. I'm going to let other people. You want to interpret it your way? Let the public read it, and they'll decide. But here's the point, Mr. Rowe. You have continued. Continued to spew these things. You called me a racist. You you basically said I I need to apologize for some. You wanted me to adopt a narrative about a, a wardrobe tie, okay? That you wanted to make believe was had some Confederate affiliations. You want me to adopt that as to the motive of why I wore that patriotic tie? But let me tell you something. That's bad enough. You did that. You know what's worse? That you put my grandsons in a situation where they're out in the community and they have people who would walk up to them and go, oh, your grandfather's a racist? You ought to be ashamed of yourself. And I'm going to ask you right now to do this, Mr. Harrow. You owe my grandkids an apology because you know why? They're both biracial, both my children. And how dare you? How dare you? But this is typically what you do along with your, your left-wing groups that follow you, the ACLU, the, the Bristol County for Correctional Justice and the social justice groups. They've been doing it for years. But you know what? You can say, say that to me all you want. Shame on you. You owe my, my grandchildren an apology. Time. And I hope you do that right now on the air because you owe it to them. Time. Mayor Hero. So campaign finance. I paid myself back is what I was doing. I loaned my campaign account and then I paid myself back. And it was, uh, you know, a mess. And I admit that. And I went looking for help on that. You want me to apologize for you for wearing Confederate memorabilia? I don't know what's in your heart. But I know that that is a right that, that tie and what it stands for was slavery. Okay, it was slavery. It sold as a Confederate tie. I provided the web uh, links to the newspapers. They, you know, it was actually Chris right here, Chris McCarthy. You asked me to provide evidence of that, and I, I showed you the evidence of that where it can actually be found, and you can purchase that. That is the, one of the problems that you refuse to admit when you make a mistake. That was a mistake to wear that. You, had, I've heard you continue to have that hanging on your uh, jail walls at Dartmouth. Okay, that tie, that is a 
It was created by somebody named Stephen Harris. He designs Confederate memorabilia. It's sold as Confederate memorabilia. And you know that that's what it was. Now, maybe you didn't know. But what I do know is that you're on the board of advisors for FAIR, whose founder is a white supremacist who said that white people are just better. And you're on the board of advisors for that group. Time. And Sheriff you, Hudson. And, 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 and so here you go. You're going to each get a minute, by the way. Yeah, here, here you go, Mr. Rowe. These, these are the kinds of things people do when they're desperate and they don't have something really to talk about. They start doing these kinds of things because they don't have the qualifications to run for the position they're running for. So they do this. And we see it in your, in your party and your left-wing groups, okay, because that's where you are. You're, you, you actually appeared 40 times on Putin's propaganda network. 40 times. And you knew it was a propaganda network and you still appeared on it, number one. Number two. Um, and that university was tied into those socialist sort of views in England. But at any rate, that's another story. But, but for you to suggest somehow, okay, that I was wearing a Confederate tie, I'm not going to buy your narrative, Mr. Hero. And you know what? Is Tim Scott, the senator, is, is he a racist too? Because he was wearing one on Fox News the other day that looked just like it. Same thing. So, you know, Mr. Hero, this is what you've done all through this campaign. You've tried to, every desperate way you can to find something to detract away from the fact that you can't speak to being a sheriff and run Time. an organization like that. Time, Mayor Hero, one minute. I'm not, I don't need to look for distractions. The news are reporting the distractions, the high rate of suicide in your jail. Okay, the, the, you know, so, yes, I used to be on Russia Today, RT, International. I was reached out, uh, they reached out to me because I have a little expertise in the Middle East. I used to live there. I lived in the neighborhood of Osama bin Laden was born in. Once I found out that it was, um, had become uh, a state agent of Russia, I stopped my participation. It was not always a state at, uh, agent for Russia. So as far as the LSE goes, the London School Oh. It cut off. Did it really? Oh, that might be the first time. Thank That's... you again. That sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Believe at the end of that exchange, Hero was was talking about um, Donald Trump. He did that throughout the the show. Some of the callers did that too. Um, you know, tried to hang Trump around uh, Hodgson's neck like an albatross. Uh, I think that's fair, honestly. Um, maybe people don't think that's a relevant issue. I think maybe a lot of people do. I think it's fair because Hodgson was friendly with Trump, uh, and you know, he said I was down there for Obama, but little different i think um but the grandkids thing that that was a that that was an intense moment because the confederate tie thing i remember when that was a story uh here a few years back it's getting brought back up now it, you know it is factually a confederate flag tie uh you know he he insists that it was a patriotic tie his wife got it for him um the whether or not you know it was intention i think even hero said that whether or not that's intention is is a different story but um it was interesting because hodgson brought it up he brought up the tie thing no one had talked about it previously no one had talked about it no one had mentioned it and hodgson brought it up to hero i think he was upset about it uh uh typically because of his, and he brought up his grandkids i think he was upset about it and uh, Haru didn't take the bait on that, you know. 
He didn't take the bait on it. He didn't say, oh, well, you know, because Hodgson brought his grandkids in it. And Haru was like, well, you know, okay, still, <laughs> you know, still wore the tie. So I thought that was like that that part of the exchange was like purely personal. You know, there's some policy stuff, but that part of the exchange I think was purely personal. Like you're you're a bad guy or you're 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 a bad uh person for this job because of this. It wasn't like, oh, you're not measuring your programs enough or oh you you know you were only an administrator. It was like, no, you're a liar and you're a racist and all this other stuff. It was it was an intense moment, and 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 I like I said, people are asking me how how it was in here. It was intense. <laughs> it was intense. It was definitely intense. But we'll definitely play some more clips throughout the show. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred is how you can get on the program. So the other thing um, I wanted to mention, and I'll talk more about it. I think in the in the next hour, but we're, we're taking your calls. Is that um, is that I was just actually at a a town hall in Marion uh, for, uh, and I went just to cover it. I, I always say if a, if a, if a countywide candidate or a statewide candidate comes down to the South or does makes an appearance in the South coast, you know, makes some sort of public availability, you know, I will cover it um, or I'll do my best to cover it. So uh, no matter who it is, no matter if it's a Republican or Democrat, I always do my best to cover it. So I saw Rasan Hall was doing a town hall in Marion. So I went uh, to cover it. I, you know, and I'll have a column up on it later, but I thought it was really, I thought it was really interesting as someone who's worked in the courthouses, you know, who's worked with district attorney's offices before, you know, I, I had a lot of professional curiosity as to what he had to say. And uh, it was a really interesting conversation, but I bring that up to say we're hosting the Plymouth County, uh, DA's debate and we're doing that next um two weeks from Monday. So October thirty first, Halloween. Halloween we're we're hosting the Plymouth County DA's debate between Rasan Hall, the Democrat challenger, and attorney Tim Cruz, the Republican DA. So that's gonna be that one's gonna be shorter. It's gonna be commercial free, uh, but it's gonna be shorter. It's gonna be an hour. Um they're gonna come in I'm not going to do the phone portion of it. I'm, we're just going to do the um, we're just going to do the, uh, the 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 debate portion of it. So Chris and I are going to moderate that debate. It's going to be commercial free for an hour, and we're going to be asking them questions throughout the show. And I think there's going to be a, a lot of content there because both those guys, I had them both in. They're very interesting people, and they have a lot to say. And I'm sure they have a lot to say about each other. That is going to be the second debate. They have another debate in the uh, radio station, the South Shore, um, but. That was something I thought was important to bring to you guys, uh, especially because we have so much of our audience that's in Plymouth County, Marion, Rochester, Lakeville, Mattapoisett, Carver, Middleborough, Wareham, Plymouth. Uh, you know, um, we have uh, we have you know I've looked at the I've looked at the numbers. We've got people downloading our podcast in East Bridgewater and 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 that. So there's people around the count uh, around Plymouth County who are who are interested in that race and who really should get to you know hear from their DA candidates. So. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Let's go back to the phones. Good evening. Good evening, Marcus. Hey, how's it going? Good. I didn't even think I'd be calling in tonight, but I I've been listening to the show, and I just wanted to uh, compliment you and both you and Chris McCarthy. I thought you did a really nice job last night. Uh, you kept the train on the track. It was a couple of times I thought it might derail, but it didn't happen. So, I, thank you. 
Yeah, there was a I couple called. times I thought it might derail, too. <laughs> I I called in last night with a question, and I did get through it, but it took me 15 minutes and 42 calls. I guess you got to repeat the call, you know, to, to, to keep going, getting on. Yes. I, did, I did manage to get on. But I just, uh, I thought you guys did a really nice job, and uh, that's the reason I'm calling in. Just uh, a tip my hat to you. I don't, in all honesty, Marcus, not an awful lot of times I agree with you, but <laughs> I respect I respect you. Thank you. I respect your opinion. I'm a firm believer that reasonable people can disagree. I, I think I, I agree, and I, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. You as well. I appreciate that. Yeah, and if you didn't get through, because, um, listen, if you didn't get through, the phone lines were full when I had to sign off, and uh, there just wasn't enough time. I wish there were more time because then they have to respond, and then they're they're you know they're they have to respond. Of course, they're they're going to talk it out a little. Whatever the issue is that the caller brings up, they're going to talk out a bit. So we had to go back and forth a little bit uh, for for <laughs> for a while, and uh, and then you know. Just I had to get through as many calls as possible. So there might have been people I dropped. I was curt with some people. I was I was curt with some people for sure. Um, but I I did tell everybody, you know, keep it tight, keep it concise, and everybody for the most part did that. I think everyone did that. So I thought, well, no one's going to listen to me, but they did, and it worked out really well. It worked out really well. I think I got as many people through as possible before we had to go to opening, I mean, closing statements because they each had, you know, I had to, you know, I'd allocate four minutes for that. So you got to watch the clock. You know, when you're doing these things, you got a time. You got to keep the time here. Like I've got a clock in front of me uh, and then I'm looking at the a stopwatch and then I'm looking at the clock over here on the computer, the, the radio clock, so that I know how much time I have to to finish this i'm really again you know we've got these robust commercial uh, breaks because everybody really enjoys the show and we're able to sell the show and uh there's uh our great sponsors that you should go check out that uh that that believe in the show and believe that people are listening and will will support them because they advertise here in south coast tonight and you should if you like this program go uh try one of their products but um uh, yeah, I got as many people through as possible, and I was glad I was able to go commercial free because that allowed a lot more people to get through, especially with all the, the all the talking they had to do. So, anyway, five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred is I get in the program. I've got nothing but good reception from the debate, by the way, and I'm really appreciative of that. So uh, I'm going to take this break, and when I get back, I'll play some more clips, and we'll just talk about it a little bit more. All right, stay tuned. Download the. working in jail and prison, which then underscores the point that I do have experience working in jail and prison. But, number, but additionally, you're not doing all those things because one of the points on that list asks for an independent review to come in and look at your practices, which you have not done. You you're just, wrong. Yeah, uh, sheriff. I'll explain when he's, sheriff, he's wrong. Sheriff, Sheriff. Okay, I get the rebuttal. You, 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 yeah, you, you get an extra 30 seconds. Sorry. Thank you. So... That was only two seconds. Go ahead. So the... You know, the independent review that I would ask for, okay, would be made public. You know, we would uh, have somebody come in, ask for an independent review. Now, Sheriff, you're laughing there, but this is not a laughing matter. You have the highest rate of suicide in the state, and you're not doing anything about it. You're wrong. Marcus? You're, you're dead wrong. wrong. Sheriff, 
Got to let Mayor okay, go ahead, Mayor. Go ahead. Okay. I'll make the notes. Okay. For <laughs> someone that's been in law enforcement for as long as you say, you lack discipline with interruptions. Oh, no. I'm very disciplined. Thank you for making my point. There you go. Um, so we need an independent review to come in and look at this. And I'm not talking about the American Correctional Association, which is a pay-to-play organization where you get your, you know, certifications just because you've paid. You know, I mean, that's, I'm not talking about having the ACA come in. We have, you know, a lot of time in advance to look at something. I want an independent review. So I'm going to come in, offer suggestions. After this uh, tragedy, the uh, sheriff basically said, no, we're doing everything perfect. He, he pushes it on everyone else. He blames, you know, Cape Cod. He blames St. Luke's. He blames everyone else. He never takes responsibility, not just for this, but for anything across the board. And so, you know, yes, I sent out my policy paper on suicides, but one of the things that's in that that you seem to have overlooked is that independent review. And that's something that's uh, missing. It's, you know, getting somebody else to look at it. You have the highest rate of suicide in the state. You have a job as the sheriff care custody control and rehabilitation care custody okay you're failing at your basic job of keeping people safe you know i i i i'm very disappointed with the uh you know the response that you gave it was it was just a total passing of the buck so let me let me let me respond number one uh you said the aca accreditation is just to pay for play okay shame on you Shame on you. These are the experts in the business, Mr. Huro. Shame on you. Number two, you didn't mention anything about the independent review that we just went through for three solid days by the National Commission on Correctional Health Care, which we've passed with flying colors year after year when they've come in. Exhaustive three days by experts, doctors, not people like you, Mr. Huro, who want to write things and presume things and then think that that's policy. You don't understand the job of Sheriff, Mr. Huro, but let me just say this. If we were to believe what you just said, that the ACA and the NCCH are pay-to-play, so obviously they're going to give you good reviews, then all those certificates you have on your website, we don't, we don't see your diplomas. They're nowhere to be seen on your website. But you paid to, get, you paid to go to those colleges, didn't you? Yeah, so that that was a retread of what they said. They said that a, he said that a couple times in the debate. I just, I like the exchange, uh, especially at the beginning when, you know, Peru's saying this and, and Hodgson's, like interrupting him and <laughs> I don't think Hodgson could have helped himself. Honestly, I did see some people that didn't like, uh, Hodgson interrupting Haru as much. Um, you know, I think if you're a supporter of Hodgson's, you probably like it. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it was for me. I mean, like, I guess it was, it, it you know, it provided, for, I think for more entertaining debate, I guess. Um, but I'm just in these clips. If you missed the debate, this is just scratching the surface. I want to play some highlights, some of the exchanges that I thought were were interesting and you know poli both policy based and entertaining. So those are a few of the clips. But it's a two hour debate, so there's so much in there. And, and when the callers come in, there's even more discussion. There's things that brought up that were brought up that I didn't think were um, that I didn't think of. You know, Chris had a great question that I didn't think of about labor relations. Um, because we, you know, I talked and we talked about like the the topics. What are the themes of the debate? And I, you know, I mentioned suicides and the the suicide rate. You know, after Adam Howe, I mentioned the um, we mentioned the suicide rate after Adam Howe. We mentioned the um, uh, correcting his experience, law enforcement role, the sheriff, immigration, right, recidivism or reoffending. Um, but Chris had a great question about like what's your labor relations like. And I thought Haro had a, I think, 
had a stronger answer with that, honestly. He had a much stronger answer on that than than Hodgson did. But it was still an interesting it was still an interesting question. Um again, I you know, Adam said it's it's basically a tie. Um I, I would probably say, you know, after listening to it again, I think they both had strong performances. It's hard for me to say either way, but um, you know, it's it's weird, man. Some like it's it's hard to get a read on the race, and I think I think Adam said the same thing. It's hard to get a read on the race. There's a few battleground towns, Fall River being one of them, where that could decide the um, the sheriff's that could decide the sheriff's election. And there's just there's so much going on with like the the statewide races and you know the Star Wars bar scene that's on the Republican side of the ticket, right? And how that could impact Hodgson, how that could impact Tim Cruz uh, over in Plymouth County. We're going to have that debate um, on on October 31st. So you got to stay tuned for that one. That's going to be a good one, too. That's going to be one hour uh, uninterrupted. We're not going to do the call segment in that one. Um, just, you know, candidates time and all that. Uh, but and that that was a later development that we had in that debate. I'm really excited about that. That's one of two debates as well. And I, I, I just. You know, we have these candidates on and they they want to they want to debate on South Coast tonight after we have them on. So it's good. I, I mean, I really appreciate it. And I think I think the, the audience does, too. Hey, listen, I got to take this break. I'll be right back. Here's what's happening this week on. Uh, we're just closing out the, the the second hour of the show. Open phone lines for the third hour. We're going to talk about whatever you want to talk about. I played some highlight clips from the debate, but uh, I think you should really go listen to it for yourself. Uh, I think you should go listen to it for yourself. I see a lot. I see people have da- keep downloading the podcast as I'm talking. So it seems like there's a lot of interest in this, and I know there's a lot of interest based on our based on our based on the metrics that I have access to. We're getting a t- I mean a ton of interest in this debate, and even more as I'm talking about it. So um, definitely go check that out. You can find the podcast anywhere podcasts are offered, including on our website, including on our website, the on demand feature. So stay tuned for the third hour. Open phone lines. 